0: Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 10 of our weekday little series here called Your Questions, God's Questions. And we have been taking a look at your questions for the last 10 weekdays, and uh, so interesting and so varied, and uh, please keep them coming, okay? I'm starting to run out here. I'm gonna put the address on the screen once again, but please keep them coming, if you are listening to this instead of watching, then it's citypointchurch.ca slash contact or my uh, my number, which you will see on our Facebook page and on our website. So uh, welcome, and we are dealing with uh, a question that is extremely common. may seem a little strange to you if you are new to the Bible and just kind of checking us out a little bit. It may sound like it's a bit bizarre. But this is a very popular question nowadays, and uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. I would invite you as well to watch us uh, here on Facebook, if you're watching on Facebook. That is at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and we are dealing with the letters of Peter in a series called Podcasts from Peter. I'm a firm believer that if the writers of the Bible had access to the technology that we do today, they'd be on it all the time because they could communicate with the world um, from right where they were, wherever they were. And uh, no need to use papyrus skins or papyrus and animal skins and uh, send a courier over to Ephesus when you can communicate with Ephesus by pressing a button on a device. So a podcast from Peter, incredible, relevant um, uh, thoughts from Peter, even for our day, even for our time uh, here in the 21st century world. So, uh, we're doing that 11 a.m. Sunday. You're welcome to join us. And so today we are tackling, uh, again, what may seem to be a bizarre question. And the question is, uh, will a potentially forced COVID-19 vaccine be the so-called mark of the beast from the Bible's book of Revelation. You say, whoa, hold on here. So uh what, the, and I've answered this question on my own personal Facebook page, and the answer was actually quite, I was surprised how popular it was, but doing it on video here. And um the idea of the question is this. uh If and when, and I really do hope that it is, and pray that it is when, we have a, uh, a vaccine that is available to the world for the SARS coronavirus 2 uh, uh, virus, so-called coronavirus, which leads to uh, what they call COVID-19 coronavirus disease year 2019. That's when the, when the cells get into your body and they start to take over. That's when we call it a disease. Uh, In any case, um, I'm hoping and praying for a vaccine quickly. You can tell I'm not in the anti-vax conspiracy movement or whatever. I I believe in the science of vaccines. Um, And uh, so the the question is, well, what if they force us to take it around the world? Uh, Is this the mark of the beast, which is something we see in the Bible's book of Revelation? Maybe you've seen movies about this. Uh, it's a very often quoted passage in the Bible's book of Revelation, in movies, television, some preaching, um, watch out, you know, there's going to be a mark on the hand or in the forehead, uh, that, see, the Antichrist is going to take over the world and force you to take this, so don't, don't, don't take the vaccine, don't, don't, what if it's some kind of chip or what if it, so this is the question that we're dealing with. Um, so uh, this comes from the book of Revelation. This is where we find the uh, the infamous passage about the mark of the beast. And uh let me read to you some of the some of the imagery here. I mean, it is something else, okay? I'm going to start a little bit behind the mark of the beast passage to help you, okay? This is Revelation chapter 13. I'll start in verse 11. Then I saw another beast. The eye is the writer John. He's a real person. He's addressing uh, churches in real places. that You can find them uh, on a map. Uh, he's writing in the first century. We're not sure when. Some say the 90s uh, to a largely persecuted, well, completely persecuted uh, group of people. Uh, groups of people, and he's using a particular way of writing uh, called an apocalypse. Apocalypse means to pull back the curtain. Uh, uh, it doesn't mean the end of the world. We've kind of defined it that way, but the the word, in the language of the New Testament, and the Greek word meant the uh, pulling back of the curtain um and and we call this the book of revelation it's the it's the uh, the pulling back of the curtain god pulls it back so that we can see the the uh, what's behind kind of that's the idea then i saw another beast coming out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb but he spoke like a dragon just envision this he exercised all the authority on the uh all the authority of the first beast, so there's a first beast we have to know about, on his behalf, and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed, and he performed great and miraculous signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Because of the signs he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast, he deceived the inhabitants of the earth, and he ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Wow. I mean, if you're reading this for the first time, with no context, assuming you haven't read the first 12 chapters of Revelation, uh, 12 and a half chapters, and you're just reading this, you think this writer's on drugs, like, what are we reading here, right? And much of Revelation is in this type of language, this type of imagery, graphic, um, uh, wild images of beasts and dragons and signs and all kinds of things. Um He was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. My goodness. Verse 16. He also forced everyone, and here it is, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast and the number, or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom if anyone has insight. Let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is man's number. His number is six Six, six. End of chapter. At least the way we edit our modern Bibles. And so people ask the question, and have been asking the question: What is the mark of the beast? Uh, for for centuries, this question has been asked. Uh, when credit cards came out, people wondered if credit cards were the mark of the beast. I mean, there are so many uh, uh, theories about this, and so many bizarre ways of looking at this. Um, And so now with a, a worldwide virus and the strong potential for a worldwide vaccine, I don't know that it's going to be forced on people. I doubt that'll happen. But if it were, is this, would this be the, you know, the mark of the beast from Revelation 13? In a clear word, no, it would not be. And here is why. Uh, We must first and foremost, as we mentioned yesterday in dealing with the passage in the book of Acts about blood transfusions, we must first and foremost understand what we are reading, who is the original audience, and how did they understand it. This is an apocalypse. There are many apocalypses in the ancient world, and this type of uh, writing is typical for apocalyptic literature. Images, beasts, dragons, um, uh, world descriptions of worldwide things happening, uh, use of numbers, codes, um, uh, these kinds of things were typical in apocalyptic literature. And so we have to understand, all right, how do we then read this and interpret this and there are various views and various camps here. Uh, you can have an entirely literalistic view, where people are literally looking for for dragons and you know with mo- many heads on them and uh, all these kinds of things. And that's a it's a very literalistic uh, approach to the Book of Revelation and to apocalyptic literature. I'm not saying it's it's a, a right approach or a wrong approach. It's an approach. Uh, a difficult approach, but it is an approach uh What would be best, however, is if we understood how the original people would have uh, would have read this and would have understood it so if we're going to interpret this thing of um of uh, a forced mark on the hand or the forehead uh and no one can buy or sell without this mark and this mark is an allegiance to this beast figure, which is commonly interpreted as this Antichrist figure who is to come, if we are interpreting it that way, then we must interpret the rest of the chapter the same way. And if we're going to interpret the rest of the chapter the same way, then we are looking for Uh, some type of leader to set up an image, probably an idol, of another leader and cause that image to literally supernaturally speak. That's pretty far-fetched, but that would be the right way of interpreting this passage if we're going to interpret the mark of the beast that way. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's the right way or the wrong way. I'm saying it's away uh now what would they have thought back in the first century when they read this uh there's pretty good evidence that that 666 could have been referring to nero emperor nero who persecuted christians now if it's true and it's referring to nero and the book was written in the 90s well nero died in 8068 is it a reference just to rome and the roman empire some say that's what it is using nero as a sort of type uh, to to refer to Rome, we're not entirely sure w- how they would have interpreted it, but they certainly wouldn't have been thinking twenty centuries down the road at a at a pandemic virus. This would have this would have had no relevance to the original readers. So it has to have first been relevant to them before we apply it to ourselves. All this to say, be very careful when you start cherry-picking verses of the book of Revelation, which is an apocalypse, not uncommon for the ancient world, but this is a very unique apocalypse in that it is also an epistle. It's also a letter meant to be distributed. It combines two genres, the epistle and the apocalypse, so it's quite unique in that sense. If we're going to interpret it, we've got to go back in time and try and put ourselves in the minds of those in the first century, and there's no way that they would have been thinking about some worldwide virus and a vaccine. I mean, vaccines weren't even the technology came, obviously, much later than the first century. So um, when the when the the vaccine comes, um, uh, just just saying. I'll be taking it uh, and uh I'm not an anti-vaxxer, okay? And you can rest assured that it is not going to be the uh the proverbial mark of the beast from Revelation chapter 13. So uh as a, a piece of homework for you, uh go to a website called Bibleproject.com. Uh they have just released a new video. This is they do all these animated videos about how to read each book of the Bible each genre of the Bible, and take a look at their latest video on how to read the apocalypse. You will find some grounding there to help interpret this very important uh, but very difficult book at the same time. So we'll take a little break uh, tomorrow, and uh, then on Sunday we'll have our service, and then we'll pick it right back up on Monday with your questions, God's questions, and until then, God bless you.